Hello, I'm Ashling and welcome to Zevo Talks, a new podcast where I get to chat to risk takers, thought leaders and great people making change. On today's episode, we're diving into the world of wellness. In the last few years, we've seen a rise in conversations surrounding mental health, wellness, self-care and resilience. We're always trying to better ourselves by downloading apps to track our movements and keep food diaries. This has led to a boom in the wellness industry and seeing more employers taking an interest in their employees' well-being. We are joined today by Richard Murphy, CEO and founder of Zevo Health. Zevo Health are leading the way in workplace wellness. They offer a range of wellness programs and technology to help your employees thrive. Thanks so much for joining us today, Richard. Thanks, Ashley. So to start, can you first tell us a bit about Zevo Health? Yeah, no problem. So Zevo Health is an employee wellbeing organization. So what that means is we provide a lot of physical and mental health approaches and techniques for large, both small and large organizations throughout Ireland and further afield. Uh, we have a range of health coaches um, on board with us on a full-time capacity. So they're from psychotherapy, from psychology to nutrition and exercise backgrounds. Um, everything that, that we do is very tailor-made for the organization itself and for the client. And um, we come from two angles, really, as a lot of the consultancy side of things. But also we have two technology products. One is a health kind of diagnostic tool to give employers a snapshot of where their company's health is at. And other, the other side of it is our Zevo Health application, which has three core principles. Uh, we look at exercise, we look at nutrition, and we look at mental well-being, giving a very, very customized program to each individual um, and each member on our, on our client list as well. Great. And uh, so you mentioned well-being and wellness. So to someone who has no idea what that is, what is it to you? Yeah, well-being, I, I suppose there's there's different opinions out there. Um, to myself, what I think, I think wellness is, is the state of being in good health um, on a consistent basis. So constantly looking at looking at ways to look after your mental and physical health, uh, looking at different, as if it's a part of your everyday routine, you put it as a priority, which I feel everyone should do, whether it is going for going to the gym, doing some exercise, going for a walk, getting out in fresh air, looking after and and, and make sure self-care is very important in, and, and using that approach as well. And also just being mindful of, of your mental well-being and, and what state are you in? And do you need to, even if you're in work, do you need to go outside for a walk? Do you need to talk? to friends you need to be part of a of a community or a peer support kind of group as well so it's just constantly kind of being aware of of where you are in in, in the physical and mental health space both for an individual and and people around you as well and and making sure you're you can openly talk about um your own state and and also i, I suppose has been a constant state of of good health and how do you personally practice wellness Personally, I suppose a number of ways I would, uh, I like exercise, so I always had, I, I always grew up doing exercise, so whether it's uh, Gaelic football, whether it's hurling, whether it's running, whether it's the gym, swimming or boxing, I, I love doing that and, and I always kind of, after three or four days of, of not exercising, I, I always feel myself getting a little bit anxious to get out there and, and do something. The other part of it, in terms of looking after mental well-being and be more aware, I, I would practice mindfulness. 
initially um, I find it hard to get into because I don't have patience sometimes so I have to learn that but I I did a mindfulness based stress reduction course last year over eight weeks and and kind of would adapt the principles that I've I've used or or learned in that program on on a daily and and weekly basis as well yeah I think I think it's very important from from that end and why do you think it's important for um, a company to practice wellness or for them to have a responsibility for their employees to provide them with kind of wellness um, yeah. initiatives? Yeah, good cra- question, Ashling. I think the most limiting factor in a workplace is, in order for a workplace to grow, is people's energy. If you're going into a workplace and people aren't maybe laughing or, or people are just maybe constantly complaining or giving out or, or just don't have energy to come into the workplace, I think the employer's have responsibility to ensure um, employees come in and they're excited to come in to leave work satisfied. To do that, there are certain practices I, I think the employer should take on board and one of them is wellness um, to create that as a kind of a backbone behind the company ethos and, and align it with values. And I think I think it's very important whether whether that's the the kind of community within a workplace that you can that you can kind of devise from an employer's perspective, whether it's the culture that you bring in the right people, that's the right cultural fit as well, and 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 not take work too seriously because at the end of the day, it's it's only work. Um, and I'm saying that as a CEO and an owner of a company, but it shouldn't be the most important thing in your life either. So you have to have a bit of fun, a bit of crack, and uh, and making sure everyone enjoys themselves and 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 practicing wellness and in, in your company is, is very important. Whether it's the whether it's say mindfulness sessions, whether it is doing some sort of community aspects, looking at lunches every week, or or um just to getting together and not taking things a little bit too seriously because I, I do find some companies and uh, you behave a lot differently outside the company than you would do in workplace but you have to bring your whole self to work and uh, and making sure that you do you <laughs> and and what you what how you behave outside work you know um should kind of mirror that within work as well and and it's very important for people to be themselves and what led to Zevo Health so what inspired you to start it uh, what inspired me? Um, I, I came from a totally different background. Uh, I came from the construction industry background. So as a quantity surveyor and project manager, uh, more more or less in working in Melbourne for, for five years in that role. And what I found is that because you do spend a good bit of time at work, 30-40% of your life, you have to enjoy it in, in a part. So I think... I wasn't enjoying where I was in in my role in in the industry and I wanted to do something a little bit different so I brought in various programs within the construction industry and within my organization in in Melbourne and I really had a I really enjoyed it because you could see people laughing or you could see people being more engaged or getting a little bit healthier or find out about little simple steps to to get them across the line in their physical and mental well-being. So I kind of derived a passion for that and came back and, and would have re-educated and exercise and, and nutrition through Melbourne Uni, but also here in Dublin. And just just looked at the, the market and look at the corporate well-being market and saw where it's going, Um, the industry and, and the... I suppose the the Ireland as a whole was on a was on the up in terms of employment and and for employers to to get more staff and and attract them in the the wellness was one of the initiatives um and and initially we got one client and then just just kind of moved very quickly from there. 
as a CEO, you must be stuck to get some personal time. So what advice would you give if um, someone who is running their own business is trying to look after their own well-being? Yeah, I think, well, well the first three years of of starting Zebo was probably the most difficult time I, I ever had uh, in starting a business. And I think probably a lot of owners would be able to resonate with that as well. If if you go if you go beyond three years, then you have made it, I think, in terms of a company. Um, there, there's always a there's always a kind of um, a thought in the back of your head. Are we going to are we going to continue or, or do we pack it in or, or whatever? And you get constant knockbacks, I think. And that does affect your well-being. Uh, without without your mental and physical health, I think for myself or for people around you, I think the the community aspect and the peer support is very important as a company owner because company owners and CEOs is a very lonely job in some aspects because you are the only one who really understand can understand the why you're doing what you're doing. A lot of people will will. Well, a lot of people will kind of turn their eyes up at heaven when you tell them what you're doing or because you're challenging the status quo and and you're you're not going from college to a job to a mortgage to a family. You're going from college to a job to starting your own business to being broke. So that kind of in, in a way can affect, yeah, as I said, your well-being. I think things like I think the community and the peer support is very important. Getting to know different entrepreneurs or, or people that that's in a business um, to learn from their struggles and how they got past certain points um, throughout their kind of journey. I, I think for myself, even from a day to day, I do like exercise and I love walking. I love the gym. I love getting out in fresh air. So so things like that. And, and, and I think business people come up with the best ideas when they're not sitting in front of a laptop. So reminding yourself that um, if you're staring in, in a screen and, and nothing's happening, just get up and go for a walk and don't feel feel guilty about it. You know, it's it's part of your role to come up with the vision and, and ideas. And since you kind of first started within the wellness industry, what um, trends have you seen emerge? What trends? I, I think the mental health aspect, I think employers are definitely coming more aware of things need to be done in that, in that area, I think there's different mindsets coming into the workforce now as as there were previously for instance the younger generation they're so used to social media instagram facebook um so on and so forth and they get instant gratification from there so they're going to think that when they get into a workplace they they're always going to get a pat on their back they're always going to um similar to mindset of looking at instagram you get your likes you want to go into um work and get the same thing and an instant kind of gratification that doesn't really happen um in the work life as it does to a personal life so there's different mindsets coming into work and i think that can focus a lot and that that can you can look at the area of mental well-being with that side of it because people are not as resilient as as i believe they were a number of years ago 15 or 20 years ago so the area of resilience and mental well-being is as has become a, a big focus of employers now is is to make sure that not only the employees are educated in that area of, of how to look after themselves but also the, their managers how to correctly speak 
to individuals, how to what's your manner, mannerisms within work, how to look after an employee if they may be showing signs of, of mental health illness or showing signs of their struggling as well. So I think it goes two ways. You're looking after your employees, but, but definitely I think the manager education is a big thing at the moment. Um, I also find in, in certain companies, uh, certain sectors, they're always looking at insights now and data. For instance, well-being in a lot of companies five, six years ago was a new thing as a tick-the-box exercise. Now companies are starting to really realize that this is an effect, a piece of work that we're doing in, in the wellness. So what's the return of investment here? What's What are we getting back? What's the quantitative and quant- qualitative feedback? In some, some companies we have done a lot of research in this space. Um, at the moment, we're publishing a paper in this area of resilience and we really want to show the return of investment not only from a monetary side of things but looking at employee engagement looking at how the company is performing in terms of values and are we aligning with the values and lining it up with with wellness also i think there's a big kind of trend emerging in terms of adjoining your csr opportunities with the area of wellness as well and we've already seen that in a, in a few clients so linking that in um so there's a few few trends i would look at the mental health and resilience pieces is huge at the moment especially among the younger generation and how to educate them and educate their managers the technology is always going to be there as well how do you how do you look after a company who has 2000 employees with 200 locations around ireland how do you make sure they're looked after so technology comes into there and also the insights and the return of investment reporting every month so i i think them things are starting to emerge a lot and um the startup community is obviously growing within ireland so if there's someone sitting here right now and you were to give them advice for starting their own business what would it be what what i did and i think is the best thing to do is look for thought leaders are um, people in the space that you're trying to get into and message them, uh, email them, ring them, whatever you want to do for a coffee or for just to, just to pick their brains a bit. I suppose when I started, I would have sat down with 30, 40 people uh, within six months and, and some of the people, I didn't know why I was going to see them. I just wanted to tell them an idea. I, I think a lot of startups as well on that, they don't tell what idea they have. And if you don't say, like I, I've came across work, um, some startups only recently as well, and I'm not going to tell you that idea yet, but if you don't tell a person your idea about your startup, then how are you going to get feedback? Um, so I think be very open. And, and I believe if, if people are afraid of their competitors coming in or potential competitors coming in and taking their idea, then you have to make sure that you're passionate enough to, to make sure you win out in that end of it. And if you are, if you work hard enough, there, there's no secret to, to starting up and 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 making a success of a business. It's it's pure hard work. It's long hours. And yeah, I would, I would firstly, I'd tell people to, to sit down with as many people in that industry, um, business people. And what I find a, bit, a very good thing about Ireland is that big companies like to help out small companies uh, as well. And they like to look after them and if you're going to a company and you don't hide the fact that you're only in the market a few years and you don't hide the fact you're not as established as some of your competitors, they actually like that kind of open, honest, humble approach and they're there to help you along, to give you advice on your startup because they might see themselves in your position that they did 20 years ago and look, you're trying to make a good go of it and I do see even that example in 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 
uh, for myself. I, I know one company that we're working with for the last two years and I went in and presented to him and I didn't say that I didn't say that we're a well established company. I said, look, we're here to learn, we're here to grow with you and thankfully they're still with us. And they gave us that they showed us that loyalty and we showed them back to him that look we can we we're we're not perfect and we're never going to be perfect, but we're here to learn and and we grew with them and it was a journey with that client and thankfully we're still with him and they're happy and we're happy. Have you had a moment where you thought what I'm doing is right, this is a success, I've made the right decision um, throughout kind of Ziva Health? Um, in terms of right decision, yes, I, I think so. I wasn't good at construction in the in the industry as a, as a QS. I, I just didn't have the passion for it. I didn't have the drive. When, when did you know about Ziva Health as a success? I, I'm not I'm not too sure. I never kind of take a, I should take a sit back a bit more and just think about it. But then you have to define success. What is success really? I think Bob Dylan said before that success was getting up a bit out of bed and getting into bed and at night and in between doing what you want to do. So I, I definitely, in, in his terms, I I think it is a success. I'm not sure. I I what it, you have to define success really. It's it's is making sure the the team is happy and if they're happy hopefully clients are happy and if we're constantly growing um i'd really look at the uh, i don't really set myself clear targets in terms of we want to get to this revenue every year i just want to make sure that we're we're on the journey and we're enjoying the journey and we pivot when we need to pivot um and and uh, as long as people are coming in they're still enjoying zevo and and clients are enjoying us and we're getting renewals um i, I suppose that can be defined as success in, in certain ways and do you have any role models yourself? I do have role models. I think all my team knows who one of my role models is. Uh, Richard Branson in, <laughs> in Virgin. I I think I think he was fantastic. He was such a he's, well. He is a fantastic. Really, he's such a. He doesn't see things as a risk. He sees it as an opportunity. Um. He 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 doesn't go into disrupt an industry. He doesn't he doesn't just make products. He disrupts industries. He doesn't pick a, a certain product that he wants to build. He wants to pick an industry that he wants to tackle. And I think that's inspiring. He's, he comes across very kind of down to earth and very humble and just he wants to change the world for the better and, and his priorities may not be revenue. His priorities, he just wants to make people healthier, happier with the best customer service going and have the best experience. Um, and that's that's pretty inspiring. Yeah, there's a, there's other role models, I think. I think Steve Jobs was good from, I'm not sure from a people management perspective, but he was definitely good in terms of he knew what users wanted before they wanted it so he had a clear eye for design and user experience um i I think he was he was very good and back home there's always role models don't need to be well-known people either there can be people who are just day-to-day people who just sit down and say how are you and they mean it or sit down and just make people laugh or boost the morale i definitely do have them type of role models as well as well and if you could own any business apart from Zico Health, what would it be and why? I, I like the, I know we're in the corporate sphere um, kind of and looking after workplaces at the minute. I think another another area that's to be looked at is the younger adults area in, in the in the mental health sphere. I, I think that's something that there, there's definitely a, a need for. There's big, what could I say? time frames on when a younger adult can come go see and have mental health services and and they can wait up to 12 weeks even up to a couple of years for specialist treatment or whatever i think something like that would be would be fantastic to have the virgin 
Richard Branson's <laughs> version is quite good. I think I was on I was on a Virgin Airways uh, a few weeks ago and it was mad. They got in, came in, and it was all um, pop music playing in the background, which is which is a good customer experience. But also when we got out, it was a nine or ten hour flight, and uh, we're flying into San Francisco. And when we got all the air attendants were all dancing to the music and all, which is which was good fun as well. So it was a good a good experience from there. So any kind of business that has puts a good focus on customer success but also making sure that the employees are smiling every day and uh, and are happy and, and doing what they want to do as well is is kind of what be what appeal to myself and what is the biggest risk that you've taken uh, i don't really see things as as risk in a way uh, i i'm not sure i really i, I yeah i'll be under pressure kind of asking that i think maybe maybe coming home from australia and kind of not knowing what i'm doing it when I was 28 um I always knew what at 28 I was going to change something and that was not go back into the industry but I then I did I didn't see it as a risk and I don't really see it as a risk now because I had no no kind of big mortgages uh no no kids to look after or anything it was just myself so I'm, I'm not sure to be honest with you in terms of I, I I like to look at things as opportunities and and not risk if you're if you're kind of if you're trying to be look at all those things at at risk then you're trying to, you're kind of being over you can be overly cautious sometimes and if you're overly cautious that be can become boring i think in a way i think entrepreneurs are they can be different between entrepreneurs and, and non-entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are the ones that take a risk and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but if it doesn't um at least you learn a lot from it so um they, they have to see things in, in in terms of what's an opportunity rather than just a risk and what are the next steps then for zevo there's we have 12 engineers working on our technology at the moment uh which is the most engineers we've had so we're launching our new totally new designed application in november of this year for all our members we're constantly innovating we're we're supposed to looking at our what different markets we can go into now we've grew very I suppose on the 19th of september zevo brand will only be two years old so we've grown uh to 27 27 staff at the moment and we've grown quite quickly so we'll probably get up to 30 over the next few months we're focusing a lot on the brand and the image at the moment and and kind of growing internationally as well which is which is fantastic so we've been over to san francisco a few weeks ago and and with an opportunity there in singapore and new york so we're kind of yeah, we're 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 constantly growing and constantly finding the right people as well, and and trying to sit down with them and see would it be interesting in joining. But I'll look every day is a, a learning day within Zevo, and um, I'm constantly learning and learning making mistakes, which which you have to do, to to learn from. So it's just constantly growing, uh, building out the brand, building out different features, different products. We've Zevo Connected, Zevo Health. We know what industries we're going into next. It, it's probably too early to say that at the moment but it's uh, i know what countries we're going to as well so 2020 will be a big year so i'm looking forward to that great and then say in the next five years where would you like to see zevo i think with zevo it's it's all about i suppose the zevo brand getting out there um still focusing on the health and wellness industry it's a, it's a huge market and there's so many different routes you can go down i just want to constantly build out build out the zevo brand and and i want people worldwide to know who zevo is and what they stand for what's their values and 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 why they're here as well so we've done fantastically well um in ireland over the next last couple of years and and that's been validated by 
multinationals here and organizations bring this to, to other countries to work there as well. So it's it's just building out that Zevo brand globally and always making sure that we're getting people from A to B and, and staying at B in their mental and physical health. And if someone's listening to this and wants to get in contact, what's the best way for them to um, find Zevo? Yeah, so Zevo, you can reach out to me personally. Um, just I'm Richard at ZevoHealth.com and I'm glad to have a chat and have a coffee or, or whatever and we can we can shoot the breeze from there and go from there. Great, well thanks so much for joining us today. Perfect. And best of luck in the future. Cheers. All sounds very exciting. Cheers, thanks Ashling. So we wish Zevo Health all the success and we can't wait to see where they are in 2020. So it's very clear to see now that wellness is becoming an important benefit for all employers to offer their employees. We all need to focus on work-life balance, resilience, and we need to have open communication within the workplace, which allows employers to listen to the needs of their team. As Richard said, business people come up with their best ideas away from the computer. So we'll leave you on that note. Thanks so much for listening to Sevo Talks and tune in next time.